All right, welcome back to another episode. This is Mike Perkins, one half of MVP, one half of Mike and Vince Perkins, one half of Opinions I Like Podcast. And for this here, I am the whole show. Um, so, um, you see the thumbnail, uh, you see uh, some of the, you see the title. Um, there's been a lot of things going on, obviously, with this uh, Meg Thee Stallion, uh, Tory Lanez thing, uh, incident, and the Tory Lanez trial, let me be accurate, it's the trial of uh Tory Lanez. Um I put some of the links in the description for the things that uh that I'm actually grabbing from. Um I'll start with some of the uh like subsidiary things that are going on here. Um Yamanika uh is it Yamanika Saunders? She was on uh Comedy Hype and she was having a interaction with uh Pierre comedy guy um comedian you know um, famously, uh, I think that he was in, uh, what's that? It had to be, was it Booty Call? No, it wasn't Booty Call. It was How to Be a Player. That's what it was, How to Be a Player. And, um, you know, they were going back and forth. Uh, of course, Yamanika Saunders is, you know, a boisterous, um, bigger black woman, uh, notice the alliteration there thank you um so as she's making her voice be heard on how does she feel that black men need to now step up for black women uh because we haven't for the past i would assume she's talking about at least of her life i assume she's close to 50 um yamanika a little bit of history on her first time i heard about her was uh from the black phillips show uh, Black Phillip is Patrice O'Neill, the late great uh, Patrice O'Neill. Um, she was on there. She's a, a, an associate, I think, of uh, Dante Nero, and uh, she was she was on there, obviously making some of the same arguments uh, then that she's making now. I mean, when you're in the face of uh, Patrice O'Neill, you gotta kind of, if you're that way, he'll he'll he you know he would have outed you for being that way. But uh, yeah, that's the first time I heard from her. I think she was a new comic then. So she's at least, you know, 20 years in, I would imagine, 15 or something like that. But neither here nor there. Um, her assessment in this uh, situation, it's like most women's assessment of the situations. And Meg was shot. She's the victim here. We need to show her some respect. I think that a lot of what women are going through in, in, you know, in the wake of this situation, in the wake of the whole situation with uh, Tori and Meg, is that they're not understanding that. I don't think anybody's disputing whether she was injured or not. I think most of us just will accept that she's injured. The trial is not whether she got injured or not. The trial is about whether Tori did it or not. Um, inconclusive uh, evidence with regards to his fingerprints on the gun. His fingerprints are not found on the magazine. Um, there are no accounts, no real evidence to suggest that he actually did anything. Not to say that, you know, he couldn't be found guilty in some way, shape or form. They still have a witness um, that was on the balcony that they're waiting on. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that'll happen eventually. But I think that what women are missing is that this is a trial of whether Tory did it or not. And if he did, he deserves everything that, that would come to him. If he did not, I would suspect that the same should be said about Meg. Because it's not that she's not a, a victim of being shot. 
you know, or being injured. Because I don't, I, I don't even know whether she was shot or not. I mean, like, you know, when there's two conflicting um, reports on whether it was glass versus being bullet, like being a bullet, I don't, you know, who knows, man. I'm not, I'm not here to to tell anybody that they should believe one or the other. I'm just gonna say I don't know at this point because whatever. But she was at least injured. So let's just say she's a victim of an injury. And um, because that fact is true, and I will accept that she was at least injured, um, that doesn't then stop there. You know, um, saying that somebody did it now makes it about somebody else. Now, if she just was injured and she said, you know, I was injured, the thing happened, moving on, I mean, I wouldn't expect her to do that. But once you say it's somebody that did it and you can't prove that that person did it, then it's kind of like now, it's not about just you getting injured. Now it's about who injured you. Um, but, you know, you have somebody like Yamanika who just, I mean, she doesn't strike me as a person that's in any kind of relationship. I know that she's a baby mama. So, you know, whatever. But um, but let's do this. Let's go to the protect black women thing. Um, what I would ask black women, you know, if I could, you know, I try not to talk like this in my regular life, but you know, if there's any black women that listen to us, we're at 472 uh, subscribers right now. Thank you for up and nose. Let's, let's keep it moving. Um, but I would ask any black woman is this. What is, if there is any, a thing that disqualifies a woman from being protected? Because to me, this blanket statement of protect black women, it puts men at a, at a disadvantage because there is no standard for me to essentially risk my life. You know, um, if, and if, and if, when I ask that question, you don't have an answer, well, just get to me when you do. Otherwise, no protection for you. Because if there's nothing that disqualifies a woman, a black woman specifically, from being protected, then there's no standard. There's no responsibility on your end. Like, I'll take the responsibility for protecting you if you can give me something, some criteria that you're responsible for or something at least that disqualifies you from being protected. So that men need to start asking those questions so that we can have sort of a protocol to understand who gets protection and who doesn't. Because I don't believe that all black women need to be protected. You know, I can think of at least 20 off the top of my head, 20, you know, situations or circumstances or actions that disqualify you from being protected. And enough of the times we're looking at women who uh, exhibit or demonstrate the behavior of a woman that doesn't really need to be protected. You know, is it if you're hanging around guys who are violent that, hey, you disqualified yourself because you're hanging around the guys that are violent, knowing already that they're violent. Hey, you better ask for protection from them. You know what I'm saying? If you're having sex with a guy who is violent, if you're like, I can think of I can think of 20, at least off the top of my head, whereas a woman disqualifies herself from being protected. If you go back to a guy that's been violent with you before, hey, if you if you messing with a guy that has a history of violence, hey, you're putting me in danger now because it's not about me protecting you. It's about me protecting myself. You know, I can give you the first one. I can't give you the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth one. You know, and it's, it gets to a point where you're 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 having these conversations about <clears throat> what men need to do at the expense of our lives without actually coming to a conclusion on what women need to do to even earn 
our lives because our lives aren't trivial, obviously. You know, I think that our lives are worth a little bit more than just protect all black women at all costs. Um, and, and just as a rebuttal to the rebuttal, you know, of when we protect y'all, you don't. You don't protect us. Marching for dead people isn't protecting us. Marching for dead people isn't standing up for us. You know, because just to keep it real, we wouldn't march. The guys who do march, they do. But for the most part, I don't believe we would march because we ultimately know the solution. I think that black men know the solution. The solution is that everybody can't go. The solution is really that everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. You know, um, you know, I've heard it be quoted, uh, you know, by BGS, you know, maybe not BGS, but certainly people in the Ibmore uh, family, the Ibmore uh, crew that maybe 20%, you know, I'm thinking more 10%, you know, so if it's 40,000, 40 million rather, thinking like 4 million, maybe, (laughs) you know, I don't believe a lot of us are going to survive the solution. And I don't think that, uh, you know, a lot of us are going to survive or be included in in the solution. And I think that men are okay with that because I think we ultimately understand that our decisions are on us. Um, I think that what Yamanika was doing in the, in the, uh, the, I would encourage everybody, if you're listening to this now, to, to go to the link, get the link, go listen to what she was saying and then come back, you know, because um, this will be up so you can do that. Um, but the things that she was saying suggest that men need to get on their level. It's, and it's the same, you know, nonsense, uh, femicide, uh Women have businesses, they're independent, they have their education, so on and so on. The same, the same nonsense talking points that really, it, it, it's like they're either disproven or they're so insignificant that it's not really a thing. But let's say all that stuff is true. We're, we're, we're killing you, we're, we're, we're inept, we're insufficient, we're inadequate, we're incompetent, we're incapable, we're irresponsible, the whole nine. Let's just say that. The solution to that problem is don't fuck us. Don't give us no coochie. No coochie for unproductive, irresponsible black men. You know what I mean? And if you believe that most of us are like that, then most of us don't get pussy, and I'm fine with that. Don't procreate with unproductive dudes because you're going to produce more unproductive dudes. That's the solution to that. You know what I mean? I'm not giving men an out for being inept. I'm not giving them a, a an excuse for being inept. I'm not giving them anything. They don't get no excuses. They don't get no outs. They don't get no, well, the system, the, the white man. No, thank you, white man, but no thanks. You know, no thanks. We're not, we not going to include racism. We're not going to include the system. We're not going to say police, nothing. No man has an excuse for being unproductive. No man. That's black, white, purple, pink, blue. You don't have an excuse. Now, now that men no longer have an excuse for being unproductive, you you have to at least be responsible for your sexual selection. Which is really it. Which is what I would say to any woman. Okay, really, black men need to step it up. You're right. You should not waste your time with black men. Black men who are unproductive, and if most of us are unproductive, then most of us don't deserve coochie. But don't fuck us and don't procreate with us because we don't deserve it. Now, 
do you then get a woman come back to you saying, well, you got to understand? Because then that shows me what we all know is that they believe that if he broke, he got that stroke. And you can go back to my video. Uh, uh, I got a short on Miss uh, Amanda Seals, whereas she's uh, saying that that very thing. But they believe that broke dick is the best dick. That's what they believe. Every race has an ancient department. Every race. White people got white trash. Mexicans got whatever their version of that is. Hispanics, Asians, Indians, whatever. We all have our ancient department with regards to dudes. Our women tend to go to the ancient department and go and get dick and then go back. Now, I'm not saying that you can't do that. I'm saying you can't do that and complain about your outcomes. You have to accept the outcomes of fucking unproductive dudes. I don't want to hear about your loyalty uh, trick, trap, guilt trip, shaming tactic, because that play is old. You're not loyal to us. You've exhausted all your, uh, all your possibilities. Don't want to hear your mouth. Shut the fuck up. You do not. You are not loyal to us. You've exhausted all possibilities. If you only have water in your house and you can't afford juice or, or, or any kind of pop or anything else, wine, alcohol, and you drinking water, you are not loyal to water. You only got water. So you over here with water because water is all you got. Because I would ask you this, what race of men are going to listen to you tell them that they're strong, you're strong, independent, and don't need them, and then ask them for some shit? Please tell me, what race of men is going to deal with that? Because I know Mexican men ain't, they, they, I know Mexican women are not walking around saying, I'm strong and independent and don't need no man, and then ask a Mexican man for some shit. That probably ain't happening. That's probably not happening. I mean, I'm guessing that that's not happening. I could be wrong. They could be saying, I'm a, I'm a strong, independent Mexican woman. Don't need no man. Maybe. Who knows? I don't think that that's happening. And you're telling the men that you say you don't need to protect you. How are you going to execute that play? That guilt trip don't work. It may work on your son, but I ain't your son. And I'm not listening to that shit. Bottom line, I'm not listening to that shit. Nobody needs to be listening to that shit. These are the women we supposed to marry. These are the women we supposed to... I don't understand that. So if we ain't shit, the solution is stop fucking with us. And this is another thing too. If we ain't shit and you deserve better, then you need to demonstrate that you can get better. If you got a house and you're trying to sell it for $200,000, but you're only getting offers for $50,000, the house is worth $50,000. I don't give a fuck what you say about it. The market dictates value. You can set the price. The market dictates value and it would be in your best interest to set the price close to the market value. I mean, or you can just do whatever the fuck you want. I ain't nobody but some punk ass nigga on YouTube. So the point of it all is that if we accept your premise, then the solution is clear. Don't give us no coochie. Don't procreate with us and demonstrate that you can get better men because 92% of the time y'all choosing us for marriage. I mean, I wouldn't do that if I was you, considering we ain't shit. Moving on. Now, you have uh, Miss Carrie Hilson, um, who is the face. Pretty girl. I think she's like 40 or something like that. Pretty girl. Talented. You know, 
Um, I'm sure she got some credit, some Grammy uh, for writing something. I'm pretty sure she does. Let's assume that. Um, yeah, she uh, quietly, <laughs> quietly tried to say that uh, Miss Harris, Miss uh, Kelsey Harris, was paid off in the uh, Meg Thee Stallion Tory Lane situation, the Tory Lane's trial, because he is actually on trial. And uh, she tried to secretly say that, and uh, Hollywood Unlocked played her and uh, posted the shit on, on their page. Uh, and saying that she uh, was paid off. Look, I get it, right? Meg Thee Stallion is a woman that is in the industry. Um, you know, when y'all gotta sit together, at least you feel you do. And, uh, you know, I stand with Meg as a as a hashtag. You know, there's even been a, a a lady who did a slam poetry, Def Jam poetry jam, Jizzle Jam. <laughs> and, uh, it, it was horrible. It was horrible. So I might I might tag that in there too, since I mentioned it. I might put all that shit in there. But it was horrible. It was horrible if I if I ever saw a poetry jam. Um, yeah, but but getting back to Carrie. <laughs> It doesn't make sense that the woman who was involved in the situation, neither, look, if she did nothing, she did nothing. You know what I mean? That's possible. If she just did nothing, if Tori actually did it, that's, then she doesn't have anything. But it doesn't make sense for the person who is innocent in Kelsey, uh, you know, Kelsey Harris, if she's innocent one and she's pleading the fifth, and Tory paid her off. Like I don't like I don't understand how that works because if you're innocent and she doesn't look like she's rocking with Tory because I think she was the prosecution's witness if I'm not mistaken. So she is either stupid and has stupid counsel or she probably didn't accept any money from Tory. <laughs> she probably just didn't accept any money from Tori because the reality of it is is that you can't fake my fingerprints ain't nowhere you can't fake inconclusive uh, 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 inconclusive evidence you can't fake that so that's at least real now I'm not saying he didn't do it there's a, there's a possibility that he did it whatever but those moves are not making Tori be suspicious it's making Kelsey be suspicious and look in this world of believe all women and protect black women all I got to say about that is is that you have to execute getting that protection because the onus is on you to pick a man that is going to protect you provide for you and, and, and lead you and if you can't get that that is a reflection on you not a reflection on men especially not black men because again we ain't shit no way so why even talk to ain't shit niggas if you can do better than ain't shit niggas? But a problem a lot of the times is that you get women like Carrie who feel like they're old a productive man. Ma'am, you're not old a productive man. They're not old a productive man. None of you all are old a productive man. You either earn a productive man or you don't. You don't, you're not old protection. I don't believe in protecting all black women. I believe in protecting the ones that know the rules. Because if you take care of your part, it's no problem. Furthermore, men have obligations. Like I was married once upon a time. You know, hi everybody. My name is Michael Perkins and I'm a divorcee. 
um, I was married and my, my ex-wife didn't really have a lot of confrontation. You know, she had my last name. Everybody knew who I was to her, you know, and I'm a, like, I, I'm a taller guy, but I'm not the biggest guy in the world. You know what I'm saying? I'm essentially six feet, 193, 194, you know what I'm saying? You know, and whatever you want to believe that that, that comes in. So I'm not like, I'm not Shaq is what I'm saying. So I don't scare people or people see me and be like, ooh, that's that big nigga. But I am, however, a man. And my ex-wife never really had to worry about that. Not because I'm scaring everybody and I'm a gangster, but they know, look, like, man, like, at the end of the day, I got to die for this woman. So, you know, it is what it is. Wouldn't it be foolish of me to breach my contract or my social, cultural, marital understanding with my wife as a means to protect a random woman? Like, wouldn't that be stupid? Because not only this is what's happening, is that women want universal protection like universal health care. Bitch, no. Especially when I have an obligation to my wife first, my mom, my sister, my, I don't have daughters, but let's just say I had daughters, my daughters, my family. The best thing I can do for a woman I don't know is call the cops. Jumping in front of that breaches my cultural, my social, my marital obligation to my wife because I owe them protection. Anything that's going to put me in danger is certainly not in uh, uh, in alliance with our understanding because I'm her protector. I'm not your protector. And I don't have time to understand what is the the basis of your interaction with this dude who's being violent towards you. I have enough time to call 911 and say, is some stuff going down? Get here quickly. Flag down a cop and say, hey, right over here. I don't have time to be jumping in, get my ass whooped. Because, I mean, I can fight, but like, let's assume I'm going to get my ass whooped, you know? I don't have time to do that. This protect all black women. It's just in the expectation of Tori is that if he didn't shoot her, that he was supposed to protect her from getting shot because the only other person that could have shot her, obviously, is Kelsey Harris. Let's explore that idea. Let's explore that. So what Tori is supposed to do is to put himself in harm's way between two women who are having a quarrel because in order for Kelsey to shoot at her, she would have had to be mad at her, so they had to have had a quarrel. He's supposed to put himself in harm's way for what? At least dude has a son. I, 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 mean, I didn't know he had a son, but now I know he has a son. He at least has a son. His priority is to make it home to his son. His parental obligation supersedes Whatever the fuck you talking about. He owes his son to be a protector. He doesn't owe some random bras he was having sex with to be protectors. And this is another thing, too. If they care about protection, then back to my original point, you fuck protectors. If if Tori is not protecting you, he don't get no coochie. But the problem is, is that you don't fuck for protection. You don't fuck for production. You fuck for penis. And I don't tell you to do nothing different. I just tell you, take what come with it. 
Cause it ain't my responsibility. If your if your baby daddy ain't shit, then you fuck ain't shit niggas. And guess what? You get what you get. Nobody feels sorry for Drake for his baby mama, and that's with all due respect, being a porn star or a softcore porn star. Nobody's saying, "Oh, dog, that's fucked up." She played him. Nope. You you chose what you chose. You get what you get. Even to the young lady who said, "You know what? I'm gonna take the con the contents of the condom." You know what I'm saying? She took the contents of the condom and put it in her coochie only to be burned by a condiment. See what I did there? It's a lot of alliteration. Bars. Um, But yes, even that situation, if she would have got him or ran that play and executed it perfectly, ain't nobody feeling sorry for Drake. They like, hey man, look, the game is dirty. And you out here with dirty broads. So you need to vet better, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Now, Drake, if she would have executed that play, would have been the victim. But ain't nobody feeling sorry for him. Nobody saying, "Oh, dog, she tried to all oh, man." My. And then, and then this is the this is the killer. You tell me what's the law against her doing that? Ain't no law against her doing that. Ain't no law. As fucked up as that sound, ain't no law. Ain't no law against her executing that play. Nobody feels sorry for men when they make bad decisions with women. So I would ask, what are we supposed to do when she's fucking a guy that doesn't protect her? Because if your uh, 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 priority is protection, then don't get no pussy to a nigga that don't protect you. If your priority is production, then don't fuck a nigga, give no nigga no pussy who ain't productive. If your, if your priority is provider, leader, then you don't give a nigga no pussy who ain't doing the thing. Whatever your priority is. But we know now that if I accept that we ain't shit, if I accept that we're unproductive, if I accept that we need to get on your level, if I accept that we just ain't been protected, if I accept that we ain't shit, now what? Don't give us no coochie whatsoever. Because if you keep giving us coochie, then I'm to believe you love unproductive penis. You love penis that don't protect you. You love non-provider penis. That's what you love. And nobody addresses it. Because Meta Stallion does not have to fuck these niggas. She does not. I know she doesn't. It is not a requirement. Nobody gotta fuck nobody. Ain't no woman ever had to fuck no nigga. Because that's called something. So if you ever felt like you had to fuck a nigga, that's called something. They got a law for that. So she do not have to fuck these niggas. This is consensual. And she's giving consensual coochie to these unproductive niggas, these non-protector males, these incels or whatever the fuck you want to call them. She's giving pussy to these niggas. And then when she gets the consequence of that, now we're supposed to feel sorry, man. You know what? I don't wish being injured, shot, glass in your foot. I don't wish that on nobody. I don't wish death on nobody, but it's only so long you're going to be around niggas that shoot before you get shot. It's only so long you're going to be around niggas who do dumb shit for some dumb shit happen to you. Men understand this. This is why we are the protectors. So that if we're responsible for protection to the tune of 100%, I would guess this. Then what we need is a set of rules for you to uh, qualify for protection. What are they? Because we can be ain't shit till the cows come home. 
We can be ain't shit motherfuckers until you blew in the face. What is the criteria for you to get protection? Because it can just be, well, just protect us. No motherfucker. Because let Meg the Stallion be in that situation and I'm around. That bitch got shot. I'm sorry. She got shot. That's what happened. That's what happened. Bitch had a gun or a nigga had a gun. I got the fuck out the way. You know what I'm saying? I got the fuck out the way. Because I got people that I'm obligated to. I got people that I'm responsible for. And furthermore, I mean, if I'm Tory, I'm not even there. So, I mean, neither here nor there. I mean, like, I'm not even in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't party late. And I don't hang with bras. I don't know like that. You know what I'm saying? I only go when I feel comfortable. And he shouldn't have felt comfortable because he ain't know none of them motherfuckers. He barely know, he barely know a, a, a old girl like that. So what I would say is, what is the criteria for protection? Any woman that hears this, give me a list. What is the criteria? What disqualifies you from being protected? Because if it's nothing, then we don't need to have another conversation because, bitch, you on Pluto having this conversation. You on Pluto. And I don't want to hear your mouth. You on Pluto. But that's my time, man. I, I, I've talked long enough, man. Keep with the uh, subscriptions. Keep with the likes. Keep with the uh, with all the love, man. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it, man. We're trying to get to 500. We're about... I think that's 28 subscribers away, 28 subscribers away to 500. So just keep showing love, man. You know, the quicker we can get to this, to this G, to this style wow, to this 1K, the better. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get to there. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to make it a goal for the end of the year, but I obviously won't get there. But just, uh, just keep supporting, man. I appreciate you, man. I'm going to try to just get in as many of these as I can. I'm doing a lot of stuff on the back end, man. So, you know, it's, it's, a lot of stuff going on a lot of stuff going on but i'm gonna keep trying to kick out these shorts and kick out some of these uh some of these uh some of these shows man so just keep showing love keep supporting man uh that's gonna be my time mike perkins and i am out